Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 9th, 2022. How are you? Let's see where to start. Haven't missed too much from last episode of this episode. It's been a pretty decent Saturday, a little rainy, but that's okay. I'm getting things done. That's great. So now I'm just hanging out, and I was like, yeah, let's just do another episode. Let's get it in. Let's get it done. But before we get into the news, quick food corner. From the one of the cookouts I went to, someone had these Eclair Pop-Tarts. I, I don't know if that's the name of it. I'm assuming that, that it is. And they they said, hey, I want you to try it. I, I love them. I love Eclairs. So, like, this is, like, great. I don't want to eat them all. So, like, you can have, you know, as many as you'd like. So, I was like, let me take a pack. I was very trepidatious. I didn't trust. Because for me, I feel like there's, like, four good Pop-Tarts. So, like, maybe three. Let me, let me break it down right now. We got the Cherry Pop-Tart. That's, like, OG. Love it. You can't go wrong with that. Then Wildberry. Wildberry is good. It's a very eye-catching Pop-Tart, and it doesn't disappoint because the flavor is pretty good. It's like a berry type of vibe. Awesome. You nailed that. Then there is the staple brown sugar cinnamon, and that's where I stop. Like, I don't know why I said four. That, that's it. Every other one in my mind, when they come out with like, oh, we made brownie sundae, we made cookie dough, and you can freeze them. <laughs> I um, They have all so many kinds and permeations, but, oh, here's a... Mm. Trying, to, trying to hold back on the burping there. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but they all kind of stem from those, those, or they're just really just gross, like, just shake them ups. I don't know. So I'm not really interested in, in new Pop-Tarts. But I was like, yeah, I'll try it. You say it's good. I trust you. So I went ahead and, you know, popped a couple in. Because I am definitely pro-toast them. You can eat them raw. I get it. By all means, live your life. But really, in my mental, that's like eating a raw hot dog. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they cooked it, so you can eat it. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I toasted it. It was fine. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. I will say, the aftertaste, about 10 minutes later, I was kind of like, mm, I don't love this. Kind of wish I did have some milk to wash it down. But, um, I don't have milk in my house. I'm not a milk drinker, per se. I mean, when the time calls for it, if there's milk available, let's go. Also, vitamin D chocolate milk. Ooh, baby. That's that's good. That's good stuff. All right. So that's enough of me blabbing about food, little snacky things. We can get into some news. I got a pile for you. Let's see. Let's start with uh, CBS News. 31 bodies, some decomposing, found at Indiana Funeral Home. And the funeral home goes by the name of Lankford Funeral Home and Family Center. This was, I guess, discovered Friday evening. Uh, police, yeah, found 31 bodies in just varying states of de- decomposition, but definitely advanced. So definitely a bad scene. They don't list any, like, reason for this, but they don't seem to make it any kind of malicious thing in the article. So I feel like maybe that this person just got generally backed up. You know, death happens all the time, every day. And there's a certain kind of maintenance to this. And just like how there is issues at your local fast food, at your store, at, you know, wherever. I could imagine that maybe for this person, this, you know, this uh, funeral home, maybe they, they got backed up. They got too far behind to really actually meet their demand, which, 
you know, obviously sounds cruel or crude to say, like, when we're talking about human lives, you know, and, and bodies, but I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of speculating here because I just don't really know why this would happen because it's definitely really fucked up, but, you know, maybe more will come to light there. I got a double dose of funeral home news, which I didn't expect. I, I initially thought I had double clicked when I was doing my research. Like, did I find the same story twice? Like, that's kind of head ass. But I realized, no, two different funeral homes, two different problems. Also, this is different because this is, once again, why I'm, I kind of mentioned the malicious intent. I don't really feel like there might have been there. But if I do find out more, I will let you know. This story, on the other hand, that's coming from Colorado, different. Definitely malicious intent. We're talking fraud. We're talking a money hustle. It's fucked up. And we're going to get into it. So I got it from the New York Post from the Dirty Dirty. Uh, Colorado funeral home owner admits to selling body parts for cash. What the fuck? Let's see. This is Sunset Mesa Funeral Home. Megan Hess was the operator owner, I believe. So essentially... She was just running a scam, and she was caught on it, and she will be, let's see, let's see, the prosecutors are calling for Hess, who had previously pleaded not guilty, to be sentenced to 12 to 15 years in prison. She's been out on bond since her arrest in 2020. Her defense attorney has requested a lighter sentence of two years. I hope she gets way more than fucking two years, because this shit is gross. And also, I want to get into, like, maybe a quote or two that she said that really just illustrated just how just down bad she was to do this shit. Like, she was, uh, like, she was just excited to, to be harvesting bodies like this. This, like, reminds me of, like, old world, like, you know, cad- cadaver diver people who would, like, you know, harvest, you know, graves and then sell them to medical people. It's just really macabre shit, but essentially... There would be um, a charge of $1,000 for a cremation, which, you know, is not uncommon, not weird. But, oh, we also, her mother, uh, Shirley Koch, was involved in this scheme as well. And so they would um, more or less set up for the cremation. And then they would just literally strip the body down. So they would take limbs, head, spine, any kind of valuable body part, and they would just sell it. Like, just on, like, I imagine black market style situation. You can sell, because they, they note it here, they said, while it is illegal to sell organs such as hearts, kidneys, and tendons for transplant in the United States, the sale, the sale of cadavers and body parts for use in research or education is not regulated by federal law. But they were just going hard getting, like, whatever they could and selling it to, like, you know, whoever's going to pay them the most money. And essentially, I believe they had set up, like, like the way they were going to try to wash this whole situation was, like, they were going to, or they had a uh, non-profit set up to do donations and stuff like that. Now, actually, those kind of foundations and non-profits are very important. Uh, when it came to my dad and when he passed, that was the way that my family friends and I were able to set it up so that we could get a cremation and more or less donate his body to like science and stuff so this is a very useful thing on all sides but it's a shame that people like you know megan hess just wanted to exploit it and uh it's very fucking gross let me see let me pull up this quote um 
meeting with hospice on the 4th, opening the floodgates of donors. Um, They have four or five deaths a day. Get ready. How about a full deal on full and bomb spines? $950? Like, how do you send that kind of, like, message to someone? I, I, oof. It's wild. It's, It's crazy. Meanwhile, there are people who are like, I'm literally just waiting for the cremated ashes of my my loved one. I don't like they couldn't even commit to the bit enough to like, what, put some fucking sawdust or something in a bag like it's fucking terrible. I think it's it's scum. It's it's really sad that people are taking it. And, And that's another thing, too. They mentioned in the article that she focused on people of low income really didn't have a lot of money so they're already strapped for cash and they're already in a bad way anyway so what kind of fuss are they gonna make i imagine is uh the suspicion but you know i'm glad this shit fell back on her other employees and shit called it out and uh yeah fuck her ew gross yuck all right moving on I got a little bit of a little double header here we went from funeral homes to uh the one percent we're gonna talk about Elon Musk. We're gonna talk Twitter again. That's right. We're back on. We're back on it. I'm back on my bullshit. My hating Elon Musk. I'm back at it. So here we go. First off, congratulations on the twins. Surprise, surprise. We didn't know this is new news. It just popped up recently. Uh, let's see. Got this from Yahoo News slash Neckshark. Haven't used that one before, so that's cool. Elon Musk reacts to report. He had secret twins with Neuralink exec weeks before baby with Grimes. I don't want to stick too long, too hard on this. More or less, you know, he had twins with this Neuralink company executive, Siobhan Zillis. This uh, came to light recently. And it's cringe and a little awkward because it's like wait you literally that that stacks up like you had a baby with grimes like around that same time also i finally am seeing the fun the final full like name of grimes and must's baby i'm gonna try to say it here so we can uh, all be leveled up exa dark sidriel musk let that sink in that's a name that's a name you're gonna you're gonna take with you shakespeare asked what's in a name but I don't think he was prepared for Exa Dark Zekriel Musk. I don't think he really thought about that when he said that statement. And that's okay. Time moves forward and shit gets weird. But goddamn. So yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, he this isn't like his first even set of twins, apparently. It's definitely making me wonder, like, I mean, maybe it's in the genetics, right? Like, maybe if you just you have twins, like he has triplets, he has so many babies. He's like South African Nick Cannon right now. <laughs> He's, he's like the South African future, okay? He's really, really uh, offsetting the population climate thing, which he, um, you know, went to go tweet about. Actually, I'll tell you what's been nice. There was uh, about a week or so where he wasn't tweeting, and that felt really good. It was like, you know, source of plowshare moment where I'm like, good, no more of this bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really just back to, like, wholesome shit posting, nice, like, Tumblr-style art, Tumblr art, you know, just really good internet shit. And then he came back. He came fucking back. And, um, you know, I, I will say this. This is a feather in the cap to this man. He uh, is really good 
with his media manipulation. You know, it that is something that is surreal to me how he can just like come up on here and with his Twitter fingers, he really gets things happening. Not for always the good, at least maybe for the good of him, but like he does know how to use the internet. And I'll give him that. Kudos to that. Now, I really just wanted to use this article as an intro into what I really want to talk about, which is Twitter and Elon Musk. Big news. Getting this one from The Insider. Twitter will take Elon Musk to court to force him to buy it for $44 billion. Essentially, Elon Musk apparently is good at pulling out of something, and that is deals. <laughs> he has decided that he does not want to be a part of this Twitter deal anymore. He's done. He's out. He's blaming it on the spam bot situation. He's blaming it on the staff changes, the firings, and stuff like that. He's like, you guys didn't approve it to meet with me. Um, yada, 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 bullshit. Essentially, he just wants out. And Twitter is like, oh, no, 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 no. You said you were going to do this. You signed an agreement. We are giving you data. We are giving you what you asked for. And pretty much, I mean, for me, I don't really feel like they have to agree to firings, hirings, or whatever. Like, fuck that. But anyway, they're taking him to court. So this is going to be a lawsuit that's going to take place in Delaware. Should be interesting. I'm curious to see if it's going to be like a settlement situation you know, if it is going to see its way to full fruition and just Elon Musk is forced with this shit on his lap and he's just $44 billion down. Uh, it is noted that, I mean, oh, that's that's live. That burp's live. Um, it is noted, though, that the whole kerfuffle, even though it was at the detriment of Twitter stock, it did get Elon Musk a bunch of followers, like I think like over 3 million or some dumb shit. Just for him to talk about the stupid shit, like, I'm going to build a cargo truck. Whatever, man, dude. Just build a Tesla that doesn't blow the fuck up. That'd be neat. That'd be fucking cool. (laughs) I don't know, man. I, I, I will definitely keep you posted on this end of it. I'm really not surprised, though, that he pulled out of this deal. It really did just seem like he was doing it for the flash and pizzazz. And it worked. So I, I, I also think, too, no matter how this lawsuit shakes out, it's not like it's really hurting him. He's still going to be the richest man on the fucking planet. So who fucking cares? Apparently I do too much. But anyway, we can move on now. I'm off it. I'm off it. Danish police say the deadly mall shooting was apparently a random attack. This is from NPR. This took place in Copenhagen, Denmark. Or Denmark, I don't know. Whatever. Um... They do not name the gunman. That's like just the law of the land in the situation with court. But essentially, he came into a mall. This is also the same weekend, apparently, that there was a uh, Harry Styles, like, LGBTQ situation. Like, like there's a festival nearby this mall. But he, this gunman came, killed three people. I believe one was a Russian, yes, a 47-year-old Russian, and then two 17-year-old Danes. One was a boy, one was a girl. Um, Just really sad situation. Obviously, you know, we're not talking about America, so in a European place like this, this is very rare. It's not very common that this happens. I believe they said in the article 
what, there was like February 2015? Yeah, 2015, there was a 22-year-old man uh, was killed in a shootout with police after an attack with the Capitol that left two people dead and five police officers wounded. So it's just not very common that something like this happens. It's very sad to see kind of got overshadowed because I had remembered I'm like oh shit like there was a shooting Sunday like in Denmark right in Copenhagen but there were so many shootings that have been taking place even since then this week so it, it almost got lost in the shuffle for me so I did want to you know mention and talk about it then in some a little bit of a eerie um uncanny you know valley type shit I don't know <laughs> got this from Yahoo News USA Today South Dakota sky turns green. See the strange weather phenomenon in photos. So I would definitely suggest you guys check this out. It's very cute. Um, Just because, I don't know, I I always like when you go outside and just somehow, some way, nature just finds a way to surprise you. Because you're not a scientist. You don't have a five-head brain. So, you know, when these little crazy things happen, it's like, oh, shit, man, what's going on? Oh, man, it's like one of the worlds. But uh, this takes place, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. There was just, uh, like, I guess a storm front that moved in. And I believe it's called a derecho, which we will break down what a derecho is. I got the Google death. A derecho, according to the U.S. National Weather Service, is a widespread long-lived straight-line windstorm that is associated with a band of rapidly moving showers or thunderstorms. So that is what moved through the town and, like, the area. But I guess with how the light can kind of hit and with, like, the heavy rain, it can affect the sky color. And, like, with the reds and all this kind of stuff, you know, it's... It's it's a big to do, you know, a lot of artsy sciencey stuff, but essentially it makes the sky look green. So I, uh, you know, definitely have seen some like you know pictures and stuff on my Facebook, and like you know see some pictures here on the USA Today, and it's just so eerie just seeing like this green sky. Also, there's a picture too. I don't have it on any of my stuff, but if you can find it, it's really golden. It is like this like old like rundown looking house, and like like flowers and stuff. It almost looks like a painting, but what it really looks like, if you're a millennial like me, it looks like some Curse of Cowardly Dog shit. Like, it looks like Eustace and Muriel live there, and it's so adorable to me. Even though it would be creepy, and if I was living there at the time, and there was like a derecho, thunderstorm-type bullshit situation, I'd be scared as fuck. Also, reminiscent of, like, Wizard of Oz. So, very interesting, very cool. You know, I like talking about space shit, I like talking about, you know, weather, crazy shit, and, and hopefully there wasn't, like, you know, any casualties, it not like there was from what I've read in this article, so that's good, but yeah, check it out, nature. <laughs> um, let's see, let me hit this little break, and then we'll get right back to it, okay? Oh, my water fell. We're back, though. All right. One close out with some breaking news that kind of took place over Friday night, Saturday. 
let's see, combined articles you can kind of check out yourself if you'd like. Got this from CNN World. Sri Lanka Prime Minister says he's willing to resign as protesters storms president's residence. And then also got this from AP, uh, the Associated Press. Protesters break into home of Sri Lankan PM and set it on fire. So that's an extra detail. Spicy. But we have covered this in a previous episode. Um, just talking about like just the unrest, a lot of um, turmoil in Sri Lanka. The former prime minister, who was the president's older brother, had resigned, and a new one had taken his place. I believe I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck this. I'm sorry, Rick Re Men Rick Messini. Oof, I I'm sorry. Um, he was the one who replaced him, but they're like, no, you're not working. You don't work. And also, Rapaxa, he's got to go. Like, both of you guys have to go. And things just really hit a fever pitch this weekend. And they stormed through barricades, stormed his presidential estate. Now, he was not there, nor was the prime minister. But upon this, this is where the prime minister more or less said, hey, okay, I'm willing to go. It's time for me to leave. Um, once you guys can, you know, find a good replacement... We'll make that happen is more or less what I'm, you know, interpreting from this article. Now, there's no real word between these two articles on like where Gotabaya Ratapata is. Uh, I don't think he's stepping down. That's not seemingly alluded, but that's what people want. That's the reason that they stormed and they were chilling in his pool and they were doing statements and stuff in his big, you know, conference room. They were popping off like. <laughs> It's a crazy scene. I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I love it. I do love it. <laughs> because obviously this shit is not working. These pe- the, This government is not working for these people. You know, these protests don't happen out of nothing. Not for nothing. They just, they don't. And don't and don't give me that whole, like, this is like an insurrection, right? No, that the, the January 6th shit was just some goofy ass shit that, you know, conservative minded people decided was a great idea in a moment. And uh, for some weird reason, can't even find a way to regret. But whatever, hey. Eggs on their faces, not mine. But in this situation, you're definitely fighting a power that is not for you, that's not helping you, you know. So fuck their couch. That's what we say, uh, as you stand. <laughs> I'll definitely keep you posted on any more that comes down the way. But I think that about wraps it up. Um, I hopefully will see you soon for some more good news, of course. I love you guys. Be well. Stay frosty out there. Bye-bye. Mwah.